Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Merv Hughes Fishing, are you, are the podcast. Are you going to cut out that first three seconds, pause? Why? It was a big pause, wasn't it? Why the big pause? Well, well, my dad oh, had them. Oh, <laughs> I'm a polar bear. <laughs> hey, listen, moving. got one for you. Yeah. Heard a David Beckham story. Can I tell that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. excited today. Yeah. I'm going to talk to one of my old mates. We're, we're talking to one of my old mates today. Yep. Loves his fishing. Um, so Swampy Marsh, we're going to catch up with him. And also a nerve-wracking time in the, in the Marsh household with uh, the World Cup squad being yep. selected and announced next week and also the, the Ashes tour. So yeah, for, for Sean and, and Mitch, it would be interesting if they get in. But um, David Beckham yeah. jumps off a plane in Dublin. That's Ireland, Squiz. Oh, no. Um, walks out the front, jumps in the taxi. And he's sitting in the taxi and he notices a taxi driver looking at him in a rear vision mirror. So he's looking at him, mm-hmm. looking at him for five, ten minutes. And the taxi driver then says to David Beckham, give us a clue. He said, well, I was, I was a superstar for Manchester United. I married a, a, a Spice Girl and, and I played over 100 games for England. The taxi driver turned around and said, mate, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tidy that up too, just quietly. Uh, uh, anyway, that's, that's potentially a true story. With yeah, David. yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good. This is a uh, true yeah, story. Jeff Marsh. That's happened to me. Are we going to talk um, to him? Yeah, we're going to have a talk to Jeff Marsh um, about all things fishing. Loves his fishing. Um, goes up north um, for, for most of the time. Does a little bit of fishing around Perth, and we'll we'll hear all about that when we chat to him. So I don't want to spoil. Spoiler no, alert. No, but I, want, I did want to ask about something I saw that Squizzy posted on Facebook. Yes. And there is, of course, the Merv Hughes Fishing Facebook page. But yes. this was Squizzy's page. What you've got to do is go to the Merv Hughes Fishing Facebook page, and like the it. TV show, um, follow the links to, to New Age Caravans and like that. Yep. And we're all friends. Yep. And the podcast. That'll be yep. good. And, and the, the podcast. And the podcast. Yeah. 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 So um, get a hold of it. Uh, oh, yeah. No, Tell your friends, share it, do all that stuff. But yep. no, no, Squizzy posts the thing. You're doing a big, uh, the longest, 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 longest lunch. Up in the Northern Territory, it does no. go for a while. Yes, the one last year went right. three days. <laughs> one last year went for three days. You haven't, you haven't let me get to the question yet. No, but I got to tell you, at the Kavanaugh Hotel, so in the Darwin area, it's to raise money for a local charity. Um, so group training Northern Territory. Uh, it's all about giving young kids a go. So, so come along. We're going to talk uh, all things World Cup, all things um, Ashes, all things fishing, and and just life in general. And raise money for the kids. And, and raise money for the kids. Yep. Ribeyes and, and, rib and a nice red. Mate, can oh. I can I just say something? It's the best. To anyone that li- is listening, if you want the best steak in the world, you got to go to the Cav Hotel, Cavanagh oh, yeah. Street okay. in Darwin. Oh, yeah. It is fantastic. Put a okay. horn on a jellyfish. Oh, oh mate. no worries. Oh, you can't say that. What do you mean? You just say you make a jellyfish go hard. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you, the question I wanted to ask okay. is, have you ever been, have you ever had a short lunch? I've never known you to have a short lunch. When you have a lunch, you have a lunch. Yeah, no, fair point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the details are on no the, uh, the Merv Hughes Fishing Facebook page yes. for all the details yeah. of that. And then what's at the Kavanaugh Hotel? The Kavanaugh Hotel, Cav yeah. Hotel, as we call it, the yep. locals. Local the Cav. Get down and see oh. big Cano. And raise the money for the kids. They, 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 they give them all sporting equipment yeah. and soccer balls and boots. Yeah, and okay, good. We, yeah. I think we raised about six grand last year. Yeah. They, they, were, they were really good. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right, Jeff Marsh. Jeff Marsh, let's get to him. Mate. He's ready to open the batting on the fishing. He's a sensational cricketer. We know that. We'll hear his stats, but... Um, more to the point, he's just a sensational bloke. Yep. You right. sit down and have a beer with him, got that cheeky little grin, and you just think, mate, he's just a, a good fella. So, yep, Swampy's, give him a call. Swampy's coming up next. Look forward to it.
again, the square cut getting a workout. And a very good start there for Jeffrey Marsh and Australia. Six runs from the first over. Joining us, illustrious company and a former teammate of yours. Uh, and all-round nice bloke, too. Uh, absolutely. Jeff Marsh, welcome to Merv Hughes Fishing. Great to have you on the program. Great to be here, guys. Swampy, um, listen, 52 test matches. I'm, I'm going with 3,500 runs at about 44. Is that close? Uh, oh, a little bit lower than that with the average, mate. No, no, just pump it up a bit, mate. We're looking after <laughs> you. So it's, it's like yeah, fishing. No, it's if, you, if you catch a, a, like a, a two-foot fish, it's a three-foot fish, isn't it? So we'll, we'll pump yeah. you up, mate. Um, now, we all know what a fantastic cricketer you were. We all know what a – well, I know what a fantastic bloke you are, but you, you love your fishing as well. Yeah, I love my fishing, and uh, it's this time of year we uh, head off up to Coral Bay and uh, and uh, do a bit of fishing up there for for a couple of weeks. And uh, actually, my daughter's just been posted uh, to Broome for a couple of years, so we'll be getting up there and doing a little bit of fishing up there as well, which will be uh, very exciting. When when you say Coral Bay, you've been going up there for years, and that's just reef fishing, bottom bouncing. Yeah, no, just uh, bottom bouncing. Yeah, no, we uh, we chase the big uh, snappers up there, the red emperors. Yeah, uh, that's what we, we like to get a few of those in the freezer for the. Uh, winter months down here so no it's fantastic mate we get out about 20 25k and uh yeah it's fantastic uh, do, you, do you chase the jewfish as well the western australian jewfish not not yeah, the well, they don't go that uh, they don't go that high up okay um, it's main, mainly snapper up there mackerel yeah um you yeah, know there's good fish up there Mate, Squizzy here. Um, how are you going with that cyclone that's hanging around up there at the moment? Yeah, well, it's coming down. I did look at the uh, I, I, I looked at the weather this morning and saw it sitting out there. So we'll we'll definitely wait till that passes before we uh, we, we head out there. Because that'll knock it around a bit. I think it's quite a quite a big size one, isn't it? Category yeah, three well, or something. Yeah, uh, don't they say the rough seas are good for fishing though? Yeah, yeah the, the for, rough, for some for some of us, some of us get green around the gills too. <laughs> the, the, rough, the rough the rough seas are good for burley. <laughs> now for for the guys from the the eastern seaboard that listen to the show, um, Coral Bay, how far north is that? Uh, it's about a twelve hour drive from Perth to uh, the Coral Bay cabin. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Yeah. So where's so that? Would, uh, where's that from Exmouth? Uh, just just uh, just just south of Exmouth and just yep. north of uh, Carnarvon. Okay. Beautiful oh, yeah. little town. It's uh, only very small and uh, just on the coast, but very popular in uh, in Western Australia. Now that's that's a, a long way to tow your boat to go fishing. Obviously, you do a little bit of fishing around Perth and maybe um, south. What sort of fishing do you do there? Yeah, no, here mainly uh, we chase the crayfish here, mate. That's what oh. we're uh, we're right into here. Get out to Rottnest Island and um, and uh, uh, chase the crayfish. We've got beautiful crabs around uh, Mandra and um, and in the Swan River. So we we spend a lot of time uh, uh, chasing those. And yeah. um, ar- ar- around uh, Perth, yeah, there's a lot of jewfish and snapper and uh, and and whiting. So there's there's plenty of fish here, but it just takes a little bit longer to get them than what it does up north. What, yeah. sort, of, what sort of crabs do you catch in Perth? Blue manners, beautiful Blue? crabs. Oh, okay, yeah, so oh. unlike the ones I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so the one squizzy chases, you've got to get ointment from the chemist to get rid of them. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different thing. It's a different conversation. I just altogether. use Bagon. Oh, sorry. Uh, happy days. Uh, um, now, the, in, in around Perth too, in the river, um, it's pretty good brim fishing there too. Do you have a crack at the brim? Yeah, well, I don't I don't really. I don't uh... – the problem is just getting the uh, time to do it. You know, that's yeah. the biggest thing. I like to. Uh, I get up early and go uh, with Daryl Hitchin, who's a um, he's a bit of a fishing guru in, uh, in in Western Australia. We like to get out there before while everyone's sleeping and uh, and catch our crabs and get back. And then we we've got to go to uh, go to work at the wacker. So um, 
we, 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 there is brim all the way up the Swan yep. now. There's good brim. Yeah. Um, yeah, good. It's good. The, the Swan River is really clean, and uh, it's got some good, uh, good species in there. Now, the big thing about, uh, as you said, you, you run out of time. The work you do at the Wacker is is on the coaching staff for the West Australian Cricket Team. How much time does that involve for you? Uh, no, it's full time. We uh, this year, I um, I went uh, I went from coaching the uh, running the cricket academy, looking after nineteens, and that to uh, being Adam's assistant coach, uh, Adam Burgess, who took over yep. from Justin Langer. So that that was a lot more travel in that. And um, once you start travelling these days, uh, in a in a summer of cricket, you've got the Sheffield Shield, you've got the uh, the one days, and you've got that big bash in the middle now that um, keeps everyone really busy. So there's from the time you really start in September right through till now, there's very little downtime. Yeah, well, the big one for you too is that uh, the JLT, um, it's September, October. It goes for about four to six weeks, I reckon. Then you're into the Shield season. And when you're looking for a bit of a break over, over Christmas, you've got the Big Bash. And that, that's just yeah. helter-skelter, the Big Bash for you guys, and especially being yeah, no, in that's, Perth. Uh, that's, uh, well, we've got to do We always leave a day early because it's so far to go all the yeah. time. You know, and that uh, takes a toll on the on the players, you know, with all the travel and that. But um, I'm lucky enough the WAC always give me the Boxing Day Test match off. So um, I managed to find myself there for five days which is uh, very enjoyable. Yeah, well, thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah, appreciate, appreciate that, Swan. <laughs> now, obviously, uh, the two boys, Sean and Mitch, um, that'd be a bit of a nervous wait for both uh, the World Cup squad and, and the Ashes squad, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think uh, well, I think every cricketer in Australia is really waiting. Um, um, yeah, I mean that that the World Cup squad's going to be really hard to pick. All they have yeah. picked it because they picked it last night, and um, it would have been a really tough um, selection that. And then they got the Ashes to follow, which they they're not going to pick that until uh, really late. Uh, but then you know the players are looking to see who can who gets selected in the uh, Australia A uh, one day. Um, uh, squad and then there's a, a Australia A four day squad. So there's a there's a lot of people waiting out there just to see what uh, where they're going during the winter. Um, mate, what's your take on well the world World Cup squad? I suppose. Um, yeah. You know, both Smith and Warner, you'd think, would come back into it. They've got oh, Mitch, yeah. Mitch Stark and, and Hazelwood to come back in. There's and there's been guys just putting their hands up. So Kawaja, Sean's been doing really well. Hanscom stood up. Um, Ashton Turner from from WA had a couple of good games in India. So all of a sudden, the, the selectors have got a headache with not so much who to pick, but who to leave out. Uh, exactly, uh, exactly. And then you've got uh, you know the big thing for them is you've got uh, Davy and, um, and 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 Stephen Smith um, and even Bancroft. Haven't play- yeah, yeah uh, they haven't played. They haven't played a lot of cricket. Then you've got uh, Josh, who's been. Um, Jesse Hazelwood has yep. been injured, and um, you know, so it's uh, and then you've got the team that's been doing really well. So it's and Starkey hasn't been playing, so it'll be a very interesting. Uh, well, I know it was selected yesterday, but um, yep, um, uh, um, it, it would have been a really tough, uh, uh, tough few hours going through every player and um, and making sure they got the the right people to go to England to win a World Cup. Now, one bloke I'm really impressed with at WA, Jai Richardson. Um, he's out at the moment with a I reckon dislocated shoulder. Um, yeah, it, yeah, but he's... Uh, is, is he going to be right? He's a, he's a terrific kid and yep. uh, very dedicated um, um, uh, and swings the ball both ways. I, I would say they would definitely pick him and um, and subject to him obviously being fit. But he's travelling really well. I've seen him in the gym. Um, he's he's moving nicely. I think he's uh, he, uh, he's just waiting on the OK now so he can start hitting. Um, and hopefully uh, within a couple of weeks he'll be back bowling... Um, the big question is, will he be able to get back to that pace that he had uh, prior to doing his shoulder? Yeah, um, and and good. I, I think and good I think everyone's movement. hoping. 
Yeah, and yeah, good away movement too. I think everyone's too. hoping yeah. that he, uh, he, he gets back. Yeah. Well, listen, um, Merv Hughes Cricketing Podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, saying so, so too much about the, the cricket at the moment. We'll get back to the fishing, uh, Jeff. And like we said, you, you love it. You've got, I know Coral Bay is your go-to, but have you got a dream area, a bucket list that you want to you um, do before you pass on? Yeah. Uh... And, and, and it's a few years away. You've still got 30, 40 years. You're going to make it come true, <laughs> are you? <laughs> so where, where would you like to go? Swan? The Wish Fairy. No, no, I, I have got a dream, and that is to uh, jump in the caravan and travel around Australia yep. and, um, and get to those places where uh, not too many people get to and fish. And, uh, you know, when you get to uh, Queensland, uh, to yep. uh, sort out uh, Simo and, um, you know, go to a few places that he goes to. But just, uh, yeah, just get into the remote areas of the north of Australia and, um, and uh, have a good look around and do a bit of fishing up there. I mean, as a cricketer, you spend most of your time travelling around the world, but uh, I'm really interested now to, to uh, have a good look at our own country. Mate, I understand you're busy with the cricket, but do you get to fish with your two boys often? Or do they uh, like do they like fishing? Oh, they love it. Do they love it? Do they love fishing the boys? Are they? Oh yeah, they're, they're, they'll be, I think they're going out tomorrow. But uh, true. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm not sure they'll be out fishing out the back looking for a couple of jewies. They got their own boat um, and the setup, or they go out with other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, hopefully they'll go and uh, bait up our grey pots out there. Which, uh, oh, even calling them, but they don't like putting the bait in. Oh, even yeah. better. Well, we got we got a couple of photos a couple of years ago. The boys were were out with Swamp and they up at Coral Bay, yep. and the three of them are holding fish. Oh, it was all about genetics because yeah. <laughs> me had a whopper, Sean had a whopper, and it looked like Jeff was holding a little bit of live bait. He had the little one, did he? Yeah. <laughs> that was right. When, no, we, we, when, uh, yeah, when, when, when we all go to Coral Bay, we spend a couple of days with a guy called Bernie Vale. He's got a um, fishing charter company called May May up in Coral Bay. We yeah. go with him. He's a, he's a local boy from Fremantle, and um, yeah, when the boys get on there, he finds those spots for us, and uh, that day we just... Uh, Smashed uh, by nine thirty, we'd bagged out with uh, reds on the uh, on the charter boat. It was just a, one of those freak days. We don't have that problem, do we? Mate, oh, no, we, we don't have. We what about have some of the other cricketers, mate? They got many of the cricketers like like drowning a worm. Oh yeah, all the boys are fishing, but you know the sad thing about it is that they, they just don't get the time during the summer to uh, because not only when you get your day off, but the weather's also got to be right. To of go course, fishing. that's the biggest problem we have. But, and it always you always get this run. You talk about fishing all week when you're playing a shield game, and then it comes to the day after the shield game, and the wind's blowing. The free mental doctor's blowing, you can't get out there. That's the that's the disappointing thing. But all the boys love it, yeah. They all uh, feel them get up to Coral Bay now, but uh, most of them uh, you know go on a holiday now, they get six weeks off, so they'll they'll head overseas probably and uh, or uh, wherever they go and um, but yeah, they all love fishing, all oh, love their uh, play fishing. Well, good on them. Mate, if you're in West Australia and seriously you don't like fishing, there's a lot of coastline there. there is. It's the same <laughs> there is. same with the Queensland boys. Yeah, um you yeah. talk to the Queensland squad and Andy Bickle, Kaswitz, Andrew Simons, Matthew Hayden, they all love their fishing. Can't get out quick and that, that goes right through the teams. Yep. Now, the weather over there, like when you say it blows up during the summer, during the winter months, is it is it mild enough to get out? Is it warm enough? Well, is it, the weather conditions good enough to get out and have a fish? Well, from, from now till uh, from now till June, till it gets uh, really wet, is the best time to go fishing. Yeah. Um, yeah the, 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 um, from uh, November through till end of February, March, you get the Fremantle Doctor, the winds coming in from the south, which um, which blow up a little bit. You normally get nice mornings, but uh, by lunchtime you've got that uh, sea breeze comes in, which, which is okay because you're coming back with it, but it just makes it uh, uncomfortable. Jeff, have, yeah. you, have you had a chance to fish a Kimberley? I guess so. I've been with Australian. Have you been up there much? Uh, no, I haven't. That's it. That's why. Uh, that's where I want to get. That's up on the to, bucket uh, list. Yeah, I haven't been here. Yeah, I'd love to places go. Places like Cape Levick, you hear a lot about that, but you hear a lot about Broome. You know, fishing out of Caratha is supposed to be really good. So. 
just getting the time to get up there and uh, and uh, finding out where to go and uh, catching a few fish. The weather up there is fantastic, but there's very uh, a lot of tides up there. Yeah, big tides, time, big tides. Times to go and, and, uh, to get, and get some of those mud crabs. Um, oh, aren't they the best? Uh, <laughs> hey, Jeff, what's uh, what's been your biggest catch? Uh, Red Emperor, 15. I've got the record on May May for the biggest fish caught. 15 kilo, Red Emperor. Yeah. Well, those May Mays, they good, they, they good chew, Jeff? Sorry? Are they a good chew? Can you eat them? The May the May, May dolphin fish. Yeah. As opposed oh, to dolphins. That's a, that's as a, opposed to you dolphins? Know, you know that's dolphins. the name of the boat. May May? Yeah. Is it? They're catching Red Emperor. Yeah, Red Emperor yeah. can chew. We yeah. like a Red Emperor. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. May, May May's a fish. Yeah, but May May is a dolphin fish. Yeah. El Dorado. Some people for, call I've, it. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't Apparently, eaten Apparently, they're very good eating. Well, that's all right. That was my question. Yeah. It was pretty simple, Kev. It was a pretty simple bloody question. <laughs> Just do, you, do you catch, do you, with, a, with a boat named May May over there, do you catch a dolphin fish over there? Yeah? Yeah, you get, dog, you get uh, dolphin fish. Yeah. Uh, Goldbang. Goldbang's a beautiful fish. Oh, yeah. um, you've got to go quite deep for those, but they're a beautiful eating fish. We chase those, and we only put the gold band and the red emperor in the freezer, so... Yeah, they're, um, they're our table fish in Darwin. That the gold, the what the, the goldies, love yeah. them, love them. Yeah, uh, and you get spangled emperor up there too. Yeah, you get spangles. Yeah, we throw them back though. Really? Yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> you are spoiled for choice, are you, mate? They're not a bad chew. No, no, they're all right. They're good. They're just not good uh, as reds. He's giving you nothing there. <laughs> he got nothing. <laughs> Ah, they're we crap. put them in fish patties, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, mate, it has been great catching up. Um, we got we caught up a couple of years ago. I hadn't yeah. seen, hadn't spent a lot of time with Jeff, and we we're over in Sri Lanka when Sean debuted. When it got his hundred and caught up with him, then had a bit of a chat. He rang up a couple of years ago and said, "Oh, mate, wants us to go to Manila for four nights." <laughs> I said, "Are you?" He said, "Yeah." Oh, happy days. You went? Oh, yeah. It was like being back on tour. <laughs> I'm leaving this alone. Oh, 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 I'm mate. leaving this alone. Hey, no four, four nights out, just drinking beer like I was going out of fashion. Oh, you didn't go fishing? Oh, no. You forget what a piss move is when you go away with it again. <laughs> oh, no, you don't, Jeff. Oh. Trust me. He's as studio pest as he was in the Australian dressing room. Hey, in all your cricket travels, did you get a chance to fish overseas anywhere? Uh, not really, no. No, we didn't. Um, uh, I think West Indies, we went fishing. Uh, I think we went out one day, but we caught nothing. South Africa, we went uh, We went there. Uh, we, we caught very little uh, in South yeah. Africa. There's too many sharks there. So, yeah. so uh, the, the big thing, when you go to the West Indies to fish, it's like going up to Darwin. It's a dry season, wet season. The wet oh, season okay. is uh, is uh, the tropical, and, and that's where the fish are more active. And because you're there basically in the winter, it's a cooler month, uh, the fish aren't going. So right. you go out and... Yeah, when it, we went out on Bar, off Barbados one time, just got a charter. A few of us went out and yep. had a little bit of success, but the, the skipper's just saying, mate, you're here the wrong time of year. We get that yeah. a lot. We do get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere we go is the wrong time of year. Um, so when, when do you head up to Coral Bay or are you up there now? Uh, no, no, we head up uh... – well, we're due to go up uh, the first of uh, first of May, but yep. uh, with Melissa being posted up in Broome for uh, for two or three years, we're just waiting to find out she's due to go up there in the next month. So we'll wait. We might have to get her a hand to get up there, and then uh, we'll call back into Coral Bay on the way back. And we got plenty of friends up there, so yeah. we got, we've got a bed up there. So we'll get up there. We'll just take. Uh, we'll just go up there and use the charter boat. Yeah, well, Broom, yeah, Broom. You get up to Broom. It's good fishing up there. We went out there a couple of years ago, and on the on the sailfish, mm. um, very good. Mm. But the reef fishing's up there. Good. The only thing you got to do is if you get a fish, wind fast. Sharks hit it. Yeah. Oh, 
Sharks everywhere. Well, you run out of water because they have the twelve yeah. meter ties up there. They have massive ties, don't they? Yeah, but you don't run out of the water in the middle of the ocean, though. They, not that. Not, <laughs> nah. you don't. You don't like really close you, in. You don't get up the estuary system. <laughs> don't get up the estuary system. Don't. Don't. Too dangerous. Nah, fair okay. enough, too. Yeah. Fair I'll tell you, you'll make, you'll make a lot of money moving if you can find out how to get rid of sharks when you're bottom fishing and they come around your boat. Yeah, no, nah, it's I made that, and they know that. I reckon when the boats roll up, they know that they don't have to dive to the bottom to get a fish. They just have to hang around the boats, and and fish are going to come up. They they are, geez, they're thick up there, aren't they, Swamp? Yeah, now they're thick all the way up our coast at the moment. They're yeah. uh, even out at Rottnest. Um, you got to get them up pretty quick, but uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, it's their home, so they they can go wherever they want. Have you have you had any uh, sort of close encounters with them? Uh, no, no. We had. Uh, I was out uh, pulling the cray pots this year with Will Bazisto. Uh, we 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 got the pot up to the uh, the back of the boat, and then there were three big sharks come up. I'm not sure what they were, but they were massive. Yeah. And they just they just circled the boat uh, while we were rebaking, <laughs> and um, going to uh, make you nervous. That was quite horrible. I, I said to Will, I said, get out the back there and just pull it slowly, mate. Get in here and tie the rope. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what, that's a very wise skipper that yeah, can delegate. Very good, very yes, good. Absolutely. Uh, good delegate. Hey, uh, Jeff, thanks very much for your time. We appreciate it. Good luck uh, to the boys. Hopefully, uh, they'll play a big part in the uh, in the World Cup and in the uh, in the Ashes series. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much for that. Cheers, Swan. Thanks, you, mate. Cheers. Marsh, oh. a bit underrated uh, in the in the scheme of things. Solely, uh, yeah, uh, uh, underrated. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a fantastic Marsh and player. Was a terrific opening combination. Yeah, and then Marsh and Taylor. Marsh Taylor. So when Booney dropped down to three, yep. um, brought in that left-handed, right-handed combination. And, and the, the day at, at Nottingham, where he and, and Tubby batted all day, Australia none for three hundred and. Forever, or yeah. something. Oh, I tell you, what, those were the days. <laughs> uh, I, I padded up as night watchman. I thought it's just my luck. One of these idiots will get out, which they normally do when the night watchy pads up. But uh, they got through. So yeah. we and he loves his fishing. Oh mate, he loves it. And he, there's not too many things to get him excited now. You talk about those red, about those red emperors did. Yeah, talk about his kids and talk about fishing. Mm. Uh, and he, yeah, yeah, and the crabs. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, now we can ask you yes. because I did, I did want to ask you in front of Swamp, but now we can ask you. Uh, and uh, Swamp mentioned that they picked the uh, yes the World, World Cup, Cup team. Scott. They haven't picked the Ashes. They haven't yet. announced it yet. They've now, picked it, haven't announced it. So what they'll do, I dare say, is they'll be bringing the guys in the squad, and they'll be ringing the guys that that have missed out and. Mate, there's going to be a, a lot of disappointed players because of what has happened over the last couple of years. And everyone's been going on about how badly the Australian one-day team's been going, Kev. And the big question I ask is, who's the current World Cup holder in one-day cricket? That'd be Australia. That's right. So you, you don't peak <laughs> for four years. Mm-hmm. You peak and trough. And Australia have had other priorities. So we went to South Africa with half a team because the Ashes Tour was coming up. We went to England with half a team because we had injuries and we had the Indian Tour coming up. And um, as as a group of selectors, you, you look at what's more important. Yep. And now what's most important is one-day cricket. And we've seen the turnaround of the Australian team, 2-0 down in India. They get up and win that series. They go to Pakistan, play them in Dubai. They win that 5-0. Five, five mm-hmm. yep. What's happened... We haven't had our strongest side, but that's given the selectors an opportunity to play players that wouldn't normally play, and they've now sorted out who's up to it and who's not. Okay, now so, my question is going to be: yep. Would the Marsh Boys be in either of your squads for? They'd be. They'd be definitely my World Cup squad. Yep, both of them. Both of them. Um, and probably the Ashes squad. 
Um, I'd have Mitch in and probably um, Sean and Kawaja out because they need to stand up against India. Yep. Um, and while they did okay, they didn't do great. So it's time with Smith and Warner to come back in for mine to, to blood some some younger blokes. Okay, would and they when, be when your squad, Hanskin, when we have Travis Head, when we have uh, Pat, Patterson come in yep. and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I've been saying that. Um, from the start of the summer that Kawaja and Sean need to stand up. And when when you get two experienced blokes back and those two weren't quite as good as they should have been, yep. then I reckon it's time to move on. But that's just my opinion. Yep. Not a bad problem to have, as you said to uh, Swampy before, uh, you know, mate, for the selectors yeah. to, you know, when you've got the it's problem leaving people yeah, out. It's not, it's not about who, who – for the Australian team, the 15 and probably 15 to 17-man squad for the Ashes – it's not about who to pick. It's about who to lead yeah, out. There's so many. James Patterson put his hand up. Um, Peter Siddle's put his hand up. You've got Worrell and you've got Chad Sayers. So what we've done the last couple of times in England hasn't worked, just sheer pace. Yep. So that's where someone like a Siddle or a Chad Sayers or, or a Worrell could come into it where they're, they're a little bit off pace but they swing the ball around. So yep. that, that might be something that the selectors will look into. You've got um, – You've got Stoinis or, or Mitch Marsh. You've got um, Maxwell at that number six all-rounder position. So if it's a dry wicket, you might play uh, Maxwell even in the test matches um, because of the spin option. Um, you've got, mate, the three bowlers, if they're fit, they, the fast bowlers they pick themselves. themselves. Lions yep. there, and you've got Tim Payne. Yep. So all you need is a six batsman, yep. and now they've got options. Yep. You going over there? Uh, yes, I am going over. Going so go over, oh, go no. over for the last pool game, Australia's last pool game. In the World Cup against South Africa at Birmingham, yep. see the two semi-finals and the final, then come home. Um, we're going in in the week that I'm back. We're going up to Gippsland for the Twin Rivers Brim Classic. Really? So, that sounds right. You're going to miss the ashes. You're going to miss the ashes for so a Sorry, mate, thinks, I, I told him about this. And really, we're going to do that. Um, and then, and then I go. me the day before. Then, then I go back. Then I go back for the first three test matches. Oh, true. So I come home for ten. Not a bad ten, life, ten Ken. Not a bad life. Squizzy, Squizzy treats you like Peter Hitchin is like you're the, you're the news presenter. Oh, the, the no, news Eric, no, 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 Eric no, Pierce. No, no. Eric Pierce is the late news. Yeah, the way that he goes, he's Peter Hitchin, huh? and I'm I'm Chompers Chomper. I just forget things. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just gives me nothing. So just call me Chompy Chomp Hughes. <laughs> we'll be right. We'll uh, be right. Uh, so busy, busy times ahead. Yeah, busy times ahead. So you got um, we've you got, got a tour? Couple, couple of weeks um, just after Easter. We're up to Darwin for the the Barra Barra Classic. Classic. And um, so fist the Barra Classic. And the problem that we've got every year is um, lack, lack of ability and uh, might be lack of water this year. Really, that, that's the um, Really, lack of knowledge. To be mm. honest. Okay. Um, so we, we might get lucky. Uh, we might be able to harpoon and if there's no, no, um, water. <laughs> no water. But we, we get up there and, we'll and made the Darwin Game Fishing Club do a fantastic job yeah. in organising Absolutely. and running. And they've got the Palmerston Game Club do the Barra Nationals and they run two or three weeks apart. And everyone that does the Nationals raves about them. Never done them. But I know people have, and they reckon they're fantastic. We do that. We choose to do the Barra Classic. We've been involved with that now for probably. 10, oh, maybe 12 more. years. You, you and Terry have been um, it's just, It's just great. You just go up there. You're at Banyan Farm on the Daly River um, and the, the camaraderie ship, while it's a competition and people want to win, um, if you're if you're struggling, guys will be coming yeah. over. You know what are you doing? Where are you fishing? What lures yeah. are you using? Here, try these. Try going to this spot. Doing this. So people are there to help you out. And when you only get up there once a year, 
Um, like we we don't know whether we go down to the boat ramp. We're not sure whether to turn left or right. No. To be honest, <laughs> we'll fish off the boat ramp. Yeah, we're just, can, <laughs> just what's going on. So yeah, but you get up there and it's mate, just great fun. Yeah, the day just great fun. So Dev and, and Lee, um, they do a, a fantastic job. They're the guys that organise it and run it, um, and really looking forward to getting up there. All right. Thank you, Squizzy. Thank you, Mervyn Griffin. Thank you, Kevin Hillian. What a fantastic job you've done today. Great job. Out of this podcast, this has been the best podcast because you've had the least to say. <laughs> I can soon fix that in the editing. Um, yeah, you edit it, mate. You edit it. Exactly. You, you might not even be in this podcast by the time we finish yeah, editing it. No, and, uh, I'll tell you what, how good would that be, though? And that would be perfect. Thanks to um, thanks to Jeff Marshall. Yeah, yeah, no, fantastic. fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, good luck. And good luck to both Sean and Mitch with the selections coming up. Um, for mine, they both deserve to be in the one day time. And on that note, we leave you from Merv Hughes Fishing, the podcast. Giddy up. I want to go fishing Cause it takes my stress away I want to go fishing Try and catch my blue